Welcome everybody to the podcast today for June 20th, 2016. Last night, WWE had their annual Money in the Bank pay-per-view with their ladder matches and, well, well, one ladder match. They used to have more ladder matches, but they don't have ladder matches anymore. It's happening, Gar. No! No! This is happening. You're not allowed on podcast today, Ken. I'm, I own this network. You're banned. I own this network. I will cancel, I will cancel podcast today right now. We're, 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 we're on holiday, Ken. You, you can't. You can't. Gar, I have a podcasting itch that I need to scratch. Just you know, get your door frames. That's what door frames are for, Ken. Just put your back against the door frame and just scratch it while it's going. Good morning. <laughs> and sobbing silently. Yeah. Fine. Where did you even get a chair? I put this chair here, in anticipation of of my barging in. I should have hit you with it. <laughs> you come in the door, waffle with a chair. Yeah, it's like Seth Rollins style, the breaking up of the Weekend Show team. <laughs> yeah, I'm citing with Triple H. May I sit here? Alright, sit down. Okay, let's get this over with. You're not allowed to say anything, though. Okay. Fine, you can say something. <laughs> Opening match, Golden Truth against Breeze, Breeze Angle. I actually kind of like this angle. Why? I don't know. Like, I know they're, Breeze Angle are basically just a Zoolander ripoff, and I don't know why Ben Stiller isn't uh, suing them, but I enjoy their stick. Yeah, but it's terrible. Yeah. If, if they were taken somewhat seriously, I wouldn't mind it. But as like a, a comedy, ha 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 ha, look at how metrosexual these guys are, isn't it awful? Yeah. That, no. And like, I don't know how far away the wrestling business has gotten from, uh, got, you know, from the basics when an angle requires you to wear prosthetics. Yeah. That seems a bit highbrow for me. The, the, the Golden Truth, which is the team of Ron Killings and Goldust, turned up their tanning beds and they got burned. Yeah. What a, what a revolutionary pro wrestling angle. How cookie. <laughs> And zany. Yeah, sure. The match was nah, the match was a match. The thing I I, I noticed most about this guy, like, or Truth has a new rap guy. Uh, does he? Golden Truth rap. I wasn't paying enough attention to realize he had a new rap. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't care about North Truth. Remember North Truth used to be cool. When was he cool? Like in TNA? Are yeah. you saying it's like like back in like two thousand two thousand four? He was like hip, and now he's just an old man rapping, pretending he he's cool. He's pretty old these days. He's like forty two or something, isn't he? He's older than that, I think. Probably. I don't know. He's an old man. Lucha Dragons, Dudleys, Lucha Dragons 1, who cares? Um, <laughs> do yeah. you have any hot takes about the Lucha Dragons and the Dudleys other than Kalisto should have been in the Money in the Bank ladder match? Um, no, I agree. Very good. Fatal 4-way tag team match. The New Day defeated Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Enzo Amore, and Big Cass, and the Villains. I was expecting the Money in the Bank match to go on first, because it often does. That's usually when there's two, though. Yeah, but even the last couple of years when there's one, it's gone on first. So the fact that... Uh, I don't think it has. It has. I think that's a thing you're making up in your head. It's not a Ken fact. It's that's a, a Ken it's fact. fact fact. Well, the one Cena one with the title for the title, that went on last. Yeah, but that was a different one. That was still a Money in the Bank match, Ken. Whatever, bro. This is why you're banned from podcasts today. Your Ken facts are polluting my, my, my journalistic integrity. The point is, the fact that it went on so late kind of tipped me off that something was going to happen, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um... This was a sloppy match. Yeah, it was a bit of a mess at times. There was a, a glaring moment where uh, Big Cass, or his WWE name now, Cass. Yes. Uh, he's no longer big. He's, yeah. He's now he's now moderately sized, apparently. And Enzo is no, no longer Enzo more. He's just Enzo. Yep. WWE don't like second names or first yeah. names or monikers. I suppose uh, there's a big E and a big Cass. You might not want confusion. Yeah. How, how will people know which one is bigger? But it just seems like every time you... Uh, go to the main roster you either drop your first name or your last name I'm surprised Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch aren't just Sasha and Becky now or Banks <laughs> yeah. 
more Banksy. There was a moment in the match where uh, Cass or Big Cass, whatever you want to tell him, or call him, I should say. Yeah. I'm shitting the bit on this one, here. Yeah, this Sorry. is why you're banned. Yeah. Get out. This is why we're on holiday. The weekend show is on a brief hiatus. I, maybe I need to be put on a permanent hiatus. Yeah. But uh, he was supposed to get in the ring to cut off Gallows and Gallows... Uh, Stood there and waited for him, and he did not come. Yep. And people have been giving out about gallows, but that was the finish of a match with eight people in it. Yeah, there is not. If it's a, a two-on-two match, there might be more room to kind of improvise something. But when there's that many moving parts, and that is your finish, you you he has to stand there. He has to stand yeah. there and look like an idiot because Cass missed his cue. Yeah, like like I mean, I'm kind of going over it in my head. I don't think there's much he could have done. No, other than called an audible, which would have possibly caused an even larger train wreck yeah it could have been an even with that many disaster. people but uh it's going to be on Pachamania forevermore I assume yes poor, poor Gallo's just looking there stumbling left and right waiting for Cass that wasn't his only gaffe of the night we'll get to that in the AJ Styles John Cena match no this is this was he had a gaffe in that match there's something he did I don't remember he, no he I think he was like standing in the ring for ages doing nothing after he did They've done the deed on John Cena. But anyway. Okay. I didn't notice that at all. Ken's he's, making things up. He's crap. I hate him. Gallows isn't crap. He's alright. He's very smart in that he was let go for being not very good. He didn't get any better, but somehow increased his market value. Because he went to Japan, and apparently that's like the mark of like of like like prestige these days. So good job to Gallows. That's yeah. the dream. Don't uh, improve, but improve your market value. I was pleased to see the New Day retain, because I don't think the title change would have done anything, really. I'm, I'm sick of the New Day. I think the New Day are extraordinarily stale. Their shtick is very old, and it borders on obnoxious too often, which worked when they were heels, because either they were entertaining or annoying, and that worked on both parts, because either you like them or you dislike them, which at least does something. Now they're either annoying or stale. That's a searing hot taker. Yeah, and they've had the belts for 300 odd days and they've done very little with them. They're just plundering around the mid-card, doing very little, and Anderson and Gallows would be better off with those titles because they've been losers since they came in and they, well, they didn't take the fall, but they lost again here. They didn't yeah. win. And Enzo Amore and Big Cass, at least, they're they're green, that was plain to yeah. see last night, but they're popular and they have catchphrases that people like, so they'd be better off with the belts, but they knew they are just there. And they're holding back Big E, who should be one of the biggest stars in the company, but he's busy sticking unicorns on his head, horns on his head and going, ha, ha, new day. And uh, the Vaudevillains were conspicuous by their absence in your rundown there, guys, so... Yeah, they're, they're mediocre, I don't care. They're completely forgettable. They have a, a, a semi-interesting entrance. They look dumb. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do look quite dumb. I, mean, I feel sorry for wrestlers that make themselves look dumb for the sake of the characters. Yeah. Like, Enzo Amore has to go around his day-to-day -day life looking like that. Yeah. Or enough, he, he does. I imagine his his dress sense isn't quite as gaudy, but still, that, he, he is from New Jersey, so <laughs> you never know. That face and beard combo is just poor guy. But I think if you're if you're having a four a four team match, it's it's very very difficult. Yeah, what well, you see when when these matches are done well, they look effortless. Yeah, they look seamless. And when they're done badly, it's like, oh wait, that's not that easy at times, is it? Just like the you could see the choreographing in it, and that's not a, a good thing. To get the timing of those sequences down so that they look uh, natural, they look organic, yeah, as opposed to what they looked like in this match at times, which was a train wreck. Well, you had one green team, as you said, one team who's not that interesting or doesn't do that much. One team in Gallows and Anderson who kind of I don't know they're not they're not really used to that kind of scenario. Don't really do those types of matches that often. They're also 
in Japan. Basically not very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anderson is really good, but Gals brings out the worst in him. Yeah. Like, they had a year-long IWGP tag title reign, which was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> they did nothing for the whole thing. I don't know. There was no leaders in there, I don't think. And you, you think Gals and Anderson should have been the guys to lead that match, but... And New Day, in fairness. But no. Those are the experienced hands. But yeah, who cares? New Day retained. Baron Corbin defeated Dolph Ziggler. This was a good match. I just didn't care. Yeah. I was just like... By the way, they presented this feud. Like, the whole entire feud so far has taken place on the pre-show. It's like, why should we care about this? This was originally a pre-show match as well. It was. So it was going to be like the, the, the pre-show feud for the ages. Yeah, it got promoted to the main show. And they had a really good match. They did. They, they worked hard. Good near falls. Some, I, some fun sequences. Like... Did you I look re- at your hands? As I look at my hands to just to, just why I, I summon my point there. I was I was wondering like did you have some kind of existential crisis right there and you're wondering am I real? Why do I watch wrestling? Ghost no. hands. No, I've lost my point now, guys. Baron Corbin is terrible. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's, <laughs> like, it's not even heel hate. It's just like hate hate. Yeah, there's nothing there. His look is terrible. Like it was one of my pet peeves in wrestling when they're going bald and they won't accept it. Yeah. Especially with long hair, it looks terrible. He's but he's the worst. He's basically a finisher. Yeah, that's all he's got. End of days, good move. And people think he's great because he kind of you know trolls the crowd now and again. He's shouted about Ring of Honor once, so people think he's a good worker. That doesn't make him a good worker. He's rubbish. I did. I've done my Baron Corbin rant on the weekend show before. We have rubbish. On the, on the... Dead eyes. No personality. No kind of dynamic element to him. He's he's just dead in the water. And Ziggler is is uh, all that and more. So well, Ziggler's still good, but he's been there for so long who could yeah. possibly care about him anymore it was a good match but I find myself zoning out of it because of my severe lack of who of caring who won yeah Corbin won but who cares again on to the next who cares match Charlotte and Dana Brooke defeated Natalia and Becky Lynch in a very bland tag team match Ken kind of sloppy yeah Dana Brooke not a good wrestler neither is Charlotte <laughs> yeah and Becky Lynch was the only one that actually brought some some energy to it yeah but uh, I think the the whole that uh, Divas Revolution, what they're calling it, it's gone down in flames. It's it, it, something has to start before it can end. So <laughs> it never started. It but, did have a high point. That WrestleMania match was great. Yeah. We should just all take that as that one thing that was great and just accept that the women's division is the exact same it's always been. But the one person they should be getting behind, well, maybe Becky as well. Uh, Sasha Banks is just not in the picture. Maybe because she was injured. She's injury prone and not that good. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, that, uh, I, I said this at the time that NXT tricked people into thinking those women, women were better than they were, and uh, yeah. Becky is the best of the bunch because she actually has some non WWE experience. She's yeah. she's learned her craft. Uh, Sasha is decent. Yeah. People pretended she was the best wrestler in the world last year, and that was nonsense. She has a great character. Definitely. Yeah, and she has good entrance music. But uh, in the ring, she's she's go- she's all right. Mm. And Paige, the Paige people were tricked into thinking Paige was good in NXT as well, and she's literally done nothing since being called up. She's literally had zero good matches. Yeah, I forgot she was even there to be honest. Yeah, and Charlotte, they fooled people into thinking Charlotte was all right, and then the second she got called up, she was exposed. That's my biggest problem with NXT. I think I did a a, a podcast today episode on I it. I don't know. I don't listen. Yeah, sure you don't. He doesn't every episode, and he insisted he come on the show, and he threatened me with a chair and to cancel my show. That's the kind of tyrant despot he is. I'm the president. I can do what I want. Yeah, but NXT does too good a job of protecting the people it's supposed to develop. Because then it, they're thrown into the deep end in a way that they're ill-equipped for. The only surprise in this match came really at the end when Natty turned on Becky. I kind of felt that a Becky heel turn was coming for some reason. Yeah, but Becky's a better face. Natalia's stale as stale can be, really. Yeah. 
she showed a bit of remorse in her actions though so it's kind of a maybe a bit more of a complex heel turn then suddenly I'm bad now I don't mind and she was, kind of, she was kind of frustrated with the fact that she lost a lot recently and yeah she's a, become a bit of a loser you can understand her just attacking Becky for no reason yeah but uh, this match was forgettable and we should note that the WWE had, had self-proclaimed this pay-per-view as the biggest money in the bank ever prior to the show and they just kept on saying that yeah over and over again with very little basis for it yeah uh, Apollo Crews defeated Sheamus. That's a solid match. Apollo Crews, they, they really called up with, with no no plan whatsoever. It's like, he has muscles, let's call him up. And he's he's African-American, we need diversity. Yeah. That's basically it. And he's good. I don't think he's ready for the main roster, mostly because yeah. like promos and personality-wise. But a guy of his size, like, can you really cast him as a plucky underdog? Uh, well, I suppose Sheamus is one of the few people who is bigger than him. Yeah. So it works well, in that regard. He won with a, a quick pin. It, it seems it, does, it seems kind of ridiculous for a kind of a big, a big you know, brawny guy to kind of, you know, just kind steal, of steal a pin at the last second. Steal a pin like and to kind of like get, like jump around like a, a, a young a young and being like yeah yeah gotta win. Sheamus is in a weird spot. He is in a weird place at the moment. It's the same with the likes of Dolph Ziggler where they're pushing this new era and they're they're really hitting the subtle the subtly hammer and the new era. Yeah. They'll say if you're like, playing a drinking game and uh, you're you're the, the the only two things on it were new era and best money in the bank ever, you'd be totally rat faced by like half an hour in. Not even half an hour in, you wouldn't make it out of the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Seamus, Dolph, those kind of people are just kind of there. Yeah. Like they're they're tainted from years of terrible terrible booking. Yeah. And now they're just they're still there. They're still wrestling the new guys they want to push who are not yet tainted by years of terrible terrible booking, but they will get there. And already, some of them are already getting there. Like, yeah, Kevin Owens. Because uh, WWE do that. WWE just don't do anything with anybody at any time. But so many guys are just guys now. That's, I think, I yeah. think that's the point you're getting at. And, like, I think Cody Rhodes and Wade Barrett saw that writing on the wall. Yeah. That I think times were moving them by and they were probably better off in, uh, doing a Luke Gallows and increasing their value elsewhere and potentially coming back. Yeah. As opposed to just sitting there and, you know, working undercard matches against the Paul Cruz whatever flavor of the month they're having happening to push Seamus was world champion back in like November yeah that was Seamus won that? the money in the bank match last year why did they do that I don't know I don't I, I didn't even remember that yeah like literally they mentioned before the money in the bank match that Seamus won last year's match and I'm like oh yeah he did and he's the first European to win it apparently. and he cashed in on what's his name I was I was convinced that Seamus wasn't going to win the contract win the title with the contract when he cashed in on Roman no, it's just that when he won it, I just like I thought it was kind of a. I was I, like again, he won it with no real plan for why he was winning it. Just yeah, because nobody thought he would win it. That was basically the the reason for it. And he was a cog in the Roman way Roman Wayne's Roman Reigns wheel. He's a brother of Damon Wayne's now. Yeah, I I think they're booking Creed wrong. Or Creed, is that his name? Oh, I got Cruz. Right. Yeah, it's the same. It's all the same. Yeah. Um, it's just Racist. like racist. Hey. I'm this big muscly dude but I put off kind of jobber wins you know yeah he should, like, especially Seamus Seamus has nothing going for him he can beat Seamus yeah. clean as a sheet in the middle of the ring AJ Styles defeated John Cena in a match most people liked an awful lot more than I did this match stunk of the first of a series also AJ Styles just isn't a good heel no he has never been a good heel AJ Styles controlling a match is always it has always been boring <laughs> yeah, he, yeah it's, it's a good point Gary. he's always better as the underdog who's chasing the win or like, chasing the title if, if you watch AJ Styles' back-to-back pay-per-view performances. There was last month against Roman Reigns and this month against John Cena. WWE somehow managed to to encapsulate the very best of AJ Styles last month 
yeah. as this underdog getting his ass kicked and really making you feel it. And the worst of AJ Styles this month, where he's on top controlling a match with absolutely nothing, nothing happening. He's, yeah. he's dull as dishwater when he's controlling a match. He's as bad as Baron Corbin is. L- there, there's just nothing there. He's not a good heel. He's yeah. never been a good heel. And the problem is, he's such a good babyface that that doesn't matter. He's he's an all-time great babyface. Like, no one says Ric Flair is terrible because he can't do lucha. Yeah. That the, You don't hold something against people, what they can't do. You you, you discuss what they can do. And AJ Styles is such a good babyface that I'm always baffled as to why people book him as a heel. Because he's not a good heel. Just because he was in the cool Bullet Club when it was lame after Devitt left. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Super, super lame. Yujiro and freaking Bad Luck Fale running roughshod over New Japan and the and, Bucks and, pretending they're cool. Thinking they're too sweet or whatever. Yeah, the, just that he was there during that phase people say oh AJ's a good heel isn't he that's he was in the bullet club so people book him as a heel even though he's not a good heel stop being stupid book AJ Styles where he'll have awesome matches and be great and the thing is as a heel in New Japan he didn't, he didn't really wrestle as a heel no and like, when he did it didn't work exactly. his, his best matches were matches where he didn't work that much as a heel yeah he, he kind of didn't work that much as a heel but then the bullet club got involved or something yeah it's the reason his matches against Tanahashi under delivered because those were the matches where he most kind of heavily worked as a heel yeah, as I said I think they're going to try and take this one throughout to somewhere into Battleground and probably a rubber match yeah SummerSlam at, at uh, SummerSlam which kind of Again, like we talked about on the WrestleMania podcast about WrestleMania being by the numbers. It's like it's almost like John Cena's summer feud is by the numbers now. It's like new guy, he's never faced before, faces him in a series of matches. Wins in the end. Does it does loses it the first, wins the next two. <laughs> does it sound familiar? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, what, what are they going to do with Brock this year? Uh, he's probably going to be in some guy. Yeah, he's facing like he, he's facing what's his face that guy Mark something Hunt Hunt that big fast Samoan guy. Yeah. Uh, Racist. Uh, no, but he's, like, super fast. What, the, the Samoan and the fat thing are unrelated there? No. Yeah. <laughs> you said no! Ha! <laughs> but no, like, he's, like, apparently he has to be medically assessed and pass fit before, after his match at UFC to even compete at SummerSlam. So I think they're going to lob him as softball this year. Yeah, because you would assume Style Cena blow off and yeah. Shield triple threat are the big matches. Yeah. So what do you do? Who else is left? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait, Bray Wyatt. Oh no, it's gonna be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh no. I I've seen a lot of pictures of Bray Wyatt in the gym prepped himself for a big match. So. Sure he is, Bray Wyatt. At least he didn't show up in the show. Yeah. I, I I thought he'd run in Money in the Bank just because that's <laughs> what he does every year now apparently. Let's screw over Ambrose and you're just like why? Yeah. But back to style Cena. Good match. Occasionally great match. Yeah. And I'm I'm tired of the Cena formula as well. Yeah. Like that first AA. You know he's kicking out. Yeah. Because everyone kicks out of that first AA now. Yeah. It's as worthless as the angle slam has become. And the yeah. Stars Clash, of course. You know he's kicking out of that. Because Stars pretty much has never beaten anybody in the WWE with the Stars Clash. Aside from Heath Slater. Heath Slater. But uh, it was a mighty Heath Slater who got taken out. Yeah. But, yeah. It's like, I suppose the worst thing I can say about this match is like that large portions were thoroughly unmemorable. Yeah. And that, that, and that big middle chunk, which AJ was in control of. I saw someone on Twitter fell asleep during it. Yeah, but like you're you're not gonna get everything out of this match, and we knew it because like from the very start, it was like this is going through the summer, and they won. And get... you knew you knew the finish. Yeah, you knew Gals and Anderson were running in, and giving AJ the win. Either that or AJ was gonna lose, and you're gonna be mad. And and typically, Bush League AJ couldn't beat Cena and had to have interference because you know he's not best one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's a heel and he's a coward, and he can't defeat the the wonderful, in, in undefeatable Superman John Cena. John Cena got put down for, by what, what basically is a nephew. The, the magic killer? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, 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 like, I gave this three and a half stars. It was a good match for what it was, but if they had, if they wrestled a month ago, they would have had a, a match of the year candidate. But AJ yeah. is a heel, and Cena, and the interference, and Cena relying on his formula, which has become overly, overly predictable. I would have said two and a half stars, and perhaps maybe the sense of occasion and the sense, you know, the, the fact that they're two big stars. Yeah. Possibly push it up to feeling bigger than it was or better than it was. I think that was generally the case, and I don't think they made the most of that environment with the the, the match they had. And the whole the whole thing of this being the biggest money in the bank ever was this is one of the things that they were claiming. This is why this WrestleMania worthy match is just like why not just have it at WrestleMania? Then why yeah. do we, why are we wasting our time with it? People will talk about the story where like AJ oh AJ dominated Cena. Well, one he couldn't beat him. And two, it was so boring! <laughs> AJ in control of matches has always been boring. Go back and watch AJ's world title reign yeah. in, in 2010 in TNA when he was a heel. He turned heel on Kurt Angle to be mini Ric Flair. Yeah. And God, he was the worst. <laughs> he had like terribly dull matches. He wore really, really, really bad robes. Like during that period, he wrestled like Rob Van Dam, he wrestled Samoa Joe, he wrestled Abyss, and he wrestled Jay Lethal on pay-per-view. I don't and remember any, any of those matches. All of those matches were much worse than you would expect an AJ Styles versus that person match to be because AJ as a heel is thoroughly dull. Do you know what I would have liked to say that would never happen? It's like the, the, the club turns on AJ and, and John Cena is the leader of the club. Yeah, and he's the heel. Cena turning heel is never going to happen though, so... I don't know. I don't know. I think this new era might ca- cause it to happen. Uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match, Dean Ambrose defeated Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho and Alberto Del Rio. Based on the WrestleMania ladder match, I thought this was going to be, like, a lot better. This was really good for, like, most of it. Really most of it. They tried to do something quite innovative at the end that didn't come off too well. And yeah, it they, felt clumsy. They built a, a little ladder structure in the middle of the ring. And then the match just kind of stopped for a long time. Yeah, because they're all clumsily trying to, you know, do spots on it. Yeah. Uh, I can appreciate what they're trying to do because the usual formula of this match is that everybody's taken out of the equation and there's two left at the end. And then this whole idea was that everyone was in, in contention at the end. Yeah. Which is an interesting idea, but in execution it was just clumsy. Yeah, it was very clumsy and messy and it didn't work. And they, they just didn't do anything for like yeah. a good five minutes while they're erecting this weird scenario and then yeah. just standing on it. <laughs> I can't really think of any standout moments though that like really kind of grabbed me. What about the like the Blue Thunder Driver by Zane on the ladder? That that was that was one that I missed. That, yeah. yeah, Ken was looking at his phone like a I was fil- on Twitter. filthy millennial. You're a filthy millennial. I like the way millennial is the worst of insults. You can throw at somebody now. You're, you. you're a millennial. I'm never coming on podcast today again. No, yeah. wait, I am. All the time. No, you're banned. You're not allowed. You shouldn't even be here. I'm not putting your name in the episode title like I would with the usual guest. I'm the best guest there is. I'm a top draw. You're, you're not allowed. You're not allowed on. I'm renaming this to the weekend show when I get home. <laughs> no, you're not. It'll just be changed name every like five minutes during the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought the first two thirds of this match was really, really good. Yeah. It was, it was very high paced. Everyone had a moment to shine and they were doing some really fun stuff. And then the match just stopped. Stopped where they tried to set up this really elaborate thing that didn't come off. Yeah. Um, it had to write the results Ambrose won it yep. for once they didn't try to kind of go like oh you all think Ambrose is going to win it Del Rio won it <laughs> yeah and Del Rio winning would have been uh, actually I was going to say Jericho would be worse than Del Rio but no no Del Rio is the worst case scenario yeah. with, 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 with winning this match because cause that's exactly like I have no other reason in my mind why Seamus won last year other than for the sake of the surprise of him winning yeah, it Seamus ooh who cares he's a thing again it, yeah. was, it was good uh, right results I, I think right two people at the end because you know if you can't win it the rub of being the last guy out is kind of all you get out of that match 
Who was that? Owens? Kevin Owens. Was, yeah, yeah. Owens. It was kind of suitably Ambrose. Like, it wasn't any convoluted spot. He just basically smashed his head off the ladder as, as many times as it took for him to fall. Uh, it looked kind of brutal and like Kevin Owens saw that really well and like Ambrose is like it's like almost kind of heelish what he did kind of like basically like did whatever he had to do to kind of to win so and even at the end his kind of mannerisms felt like you know affect the pandering to the crowd and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to kind of I've, I've, I've lost so many times or I've been cheated so many times or I've been I've been pushed down so many times I'm just going to do what it takes now so I, I have a feeling that there's an Ambrose heel turn coming no yeah. <laughs> shut you down no. I, don't, I don't think so I think there is I, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Ambrose in a second. Yeah. Uh, Rusev defeated Titus O'Neil. This match came so late that I thought they had put bumped it. Yeah, that's so did I. I thought, and then it just turned out they were just running long. Yeah, but they tend to do that with the network now to prove a point. Like we have a network, we can do what we want. Yeah, because this match happened during the end of the NBA Finals game as well. Yeah. So I'd imagine even people that watch this show didn't watch this match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if you check out the Voices of Wrestling review at VoicesOfWrestling.com. Uh, which me never heard of it which Gratch Warren Taylor and Robin Karen was on the first few matches like Rich and Warren didn't even review it because they were watching the basketball <laughs> they had a kind of a, a story to the match where uh, Titus's kids were at ringside and it's Father's Day so naturally he could never win yep of course he couldn't <laughs> yeah. nobody could achieve anything when they're in a position where they should yeah I don't know I feel that this, this match was above Titus's station to be honest uh, Titus is alright He's not great, but he's alright. He's not a singles wrestler. I, I just don't... No, yeah, that's that's probably very true. He's, he's more of a tag team wrestler. Rusev won. They're trying to re-eat Rusev. They're basically trying to do what they did with him. They're trying to reboot Rusev. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to use my phrase here, Gareth, so we're a clean podcast name. Sorry. We totally shit the bed on Rusev. We ruined him. Yep. Have we tried turning him off and turning him back on again? Doing like a soft reboot. Yeah. You know, like that, you know, on your computer when like you save a file like the previous version and then you like totally mess it up so you just go back to the last save. Yeah, or, or your computer crashes and you turn it back on and you know Microsoft Word saves the last version. Yeah. And that's the last version. That's basically what the Don't Rusev, United States champion, beating dweebs for a while. Yeah, having Hoss matches with big guys. Yeah. Like he did with Jack Swagger during and Big E during those days. Yeah. But yeah, the match was alright. It was alright. Uh, again, forgettable. This yeah. is like, for for the biggest Money in the Bank in history, apparently, this was like, probably the most forgettable one. Yeah. With a, and that that's with a, a big marquee match like AJ Styles versus John Cena on it. Which I think under-delivered. Yes. But anyway, main event. Well, not main event, technically. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns to become WWE Champion for about five minutes. Not even five minutes, I would say. Yeah. I was very shocked by this result. I was like, oh, alright. Well, it made sense in, 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 the, in the context of what happened. Yeah. yeah. But he beat him clean, pretty much. Because now both Rollins and Reigns have have a claim to the title. Have a claim to a rematch. But how are they going to avoid that at Battleground now if we're going to go towards SummerSlam? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <Yeah. laughs> or maybe of, you do it twice. I, do, I don't know. Some kind of strange bedfellows tag match or something like that. Or? Yeah, or where they all pick and or put the shield together against somebody, maybe. Yeah, that might be. That might be something. This weird match was weird. Match. Yeah, it was a weird. Like, yeah, we read my mind, guys. Yeah. Because uh, it might have been just because this match ran until around 20 past four-ish. I was getting quite tired at that time. Yeah, it might have been because the match was too long, which it was. Yeah. Roman Reigns should not work 25-minute matches. No. That's not what he does. He has these big Superman punch spear matches that should go around 15 minutes, should be very compact. It should be like a, a, one of those big G1 matches where lads just run at each other for 12 to 15 minutes, yeah. doing a bunch of near falls and then get out before you, you waste anybody's time. See, and if you do that type of match right, people don't feel cheated because like, I think it's kind of a thing with wrestling fans where they feel like a main event should be long. I don't it? like long matches. The sweet spot for pro wrestling for me is 
15 to 18 minutes yeah 24 if you're really good and it's a WrestleMania main event. But so I'm saying, if you're, if, if, if you're really good, it feels longer. That's the difference. You see? Yeah. But if you're bad and you do a long match, it feels longer than it should. Was it me or did Rollins seem kind of cautious in this match? I think you're reading things that weren't there. I, I feel like he's kind of, he wasn't committing as much as he usually would. I, that's why I felt better. He, kinda, he was kind of conscious of his knee a bit, I think. No, nah, I didn't think so. Yeah, well, you have, you have really long hair. It's probably in your eyes right now. <laughs> it probably is. Confirmation bias on your part. I just don't know, like like it was the right, uh, 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 the right result in terms of what's going going coming ahead, but it just felt really kind of weird for Roman Reigns to kind of basically be portrayed as weaker than Rollins. Well, so, he wasn't. It's like this whole thing was like Rollins kept Reigns down, he kind of kept the title away from him, and you know this was Reigns' chance to prove that he was the man and that by beating Rollins that like he was as good as him, and he lost him. Yeah, he lost clean. There wasn't much in it. Well, people say he lost clean. They did give Reigns the visual pin beforehand, yeah, which isn't clean when you you had the one other guy visually pin the other guy. That's not clean. Yeah, just that Rollins didn't cheat. It doesn't mean that's clean. Reigns like, should have won. It's cleaner than it, cleaner than it should have been. Rollins won with two pedigrees because of course Reigns couldn't be put down at one, especially because the first one was much cooler. Yeah, well Triple H would have put him down at one pedigree. Of course he would have. But because Reigns went for the spear and then Rollins jumped into a pedigree. That, that was awesome. Was awesome. Yeah. That should have been the finish. But of course Reigns has the kick out because they have to make him look strong in defeat. But that would, that would, that would have been a believable finish because he caught him. Yeah. You know? And it looked cool. Yeah. It should have been the finish. It's no RKO out of nowhere, but it's pretty pretty close. That was just like, oh. And like, that's a difficult move to pull off. Yeah. Because the pedigree is a very specific setup. So it's do it in midair is, is pretty impressive. This match was too long. Too long. Uh, how, how long did it clock in at? About 20? I think 26-ish. No, I would have shaved about... F- uh, 10. 10. L- literally yeah. 10. I'd cut yeah. it down to 15. And then Dean Ambrose cashed in on Seth Rollins, which, one, I'm at least happy that they're not doing the whole ooh, fake cash-ins and briefcases yeah. for eight, seven months. I think I said this throughout tonight, Gary. I was like, I just don't have the energy to watch another Money in the Bank person carry around the briefcase for months and threaten to cash in yeah it's just I, I'm sick of Money in the Bank Money in the Bank is an idea that, that has long overstayed its welcome it doesn't do what it's supposed to do anymore and it's a lazy booking crush once again Dean Ambrose joins a long list of first time world champions who are winning the world title by a cheap fluky cash in with, like with a one move match yep and, and, and we have another bloody title reign that lasted five minutes with Seth Rollins that's another yeah. there's probably been about ten of them because of Money in the Bank he's a two time champion now and over and over again that people are doing the same thing like oh yeah because Jack Swagger and freaking Dolph Ziggler and all these people who cashed in Money in the Bank to win their first title are so much better off because of it aren't they yeah for me for me Ambrose winning the title for the first time should have been a big baby face kind of feel good moment in the, in the vein of Daniel Bryan yeah but, it should have been built toward it should yeah. have been a moment that they actually prepared for because Ambrose was just he was this goofy wacko job for, yeah. for the, the first six months of this year having wacky programs with Chris Jericho of all bloody people and now he's world champion and uh, and that's the thing there's like no preparation there's not like if, if, I remember watching it last night I was like I should be excited about this but like I just feel like he's made to look cheap or like yeah like, I, I found the, the the reaction to this very interesting yeah because there's a portion of people who are just like I'm sick of Dean Ambrose <laughs> and it's understandable because Dean Ambrose as a character has long overstayed his welcome yeah. uh, like six months ago he was fairly popular like th- two years ago during that original feud with Rollins yeah he was super popular yeah and that that when he if he'd won the title then people would be like yeah 
it could have been his kind of catalyst to kind of not be as big as Stone Cold, but I felt he was kind of in the same mold as Stone yeah. Cold. He is analogous, uh, you know what I mean, yeah. to, to Stone Cold in that regard. But he won the title last night, and most, uh, at, even his most ardent supporters' reaction was kind of like, nah. <laughs> nah, no thanks. Um, I have a feeling this rain is going to be short somehow. Because rains is going to beat him. I don't know. I, I feel like there's going to be a hot potato with the title for a while. Speaking of rains, yet another underwhelming world title run for Roman yeah. Reigns. How long did he last? Two, three months this time? Yeah, two title defences. It's not doing him any favours, really, is it? It's like, not. The only person who, who, who came out of this match looking anyway good was was Rollins. And then he got beaten. Yeah. So every everyone comes out of this match looking like a dork. The one thing I liked about the caption was it kind of had a nice moment where uh, Ambrose hit music hit and then Ron's like, come on, bring it on. And he came from behind and hit him with the briefcase, which is kind of a healy thing to do. But if you remember back when the when he turned on the, the shield, he hit them both from behind with chairs. So it was kind of a nice moment to give him, give him a taste of his own medicine. And in, in that vein, it was very much like Rollins won the title at the first time by cashing in and he's getting a taste of his own medicine with Ambrose doing it to him. Yeah. But I don't care. But like, I think the, the best thing they could do, you know, to, to kind of... Because, like, he hasn't really been a heel since he came back because people want him to be a face. Yeah. So if they want to continue with him as a heel, he's like, you know, obviously, he got a taste of his own medicine. He got what he did, you know. So, you know, turn about his fair play. So he should totally go all in on it. Like, this is a travesty. This is completely unfair. I was not prepared, you know. That, as in, like, like you know, being a hypocrite because he did it. But, like, it's a travesty because it's happened to him. Yeah. No. All, I, all of these three are damaged goods. Yeah. And these guys should be the guys for the for the next ten years, more yeah. twenty years. Rain Reigns has had his problems have been well catalogued for the last eighteen months, but he should be a heel. Rollins should have returned as a conquering babyface that people loved, and Ambrose should just be this this badass edgy guy who people think who's the anti authority kind of outside of the box kind of guy. But yeah. none of those people are any of those things, and none of them are better off than they were even when they were in the Shield. But he but he's just like Ambrose was just cookie. A kooky weirdo crazy person he lost to Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania he got he didn't lose he got squashed by yeah. Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania he's made to look like an absolute dweeb who's like look at my weapons I'm crazy I didn't do anything that crazy he got jobbed out that was it he got jobbed out that, <laughs> he got squashed by Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania that match was rubbish now he's the world champion and I, I think that's systematic of WWE these days because the only person that's protected anyway is Brock Lesnar. Pretty much. As in like, well, J- John as well. You almost get the feeling that the only reason that any of these people are champion is because Brock Lesnar isn't around. That's the way they make it feel. Yeah. I just feel like Money in the Bank has run its course. If you want to continue it, I, I feel as if they should drop the kind of anywhere, anytime cash in briefcase and the briefcase should be should be for a contract at SummerSlam. That would make more sense. You know, it's a, it's a concrete cash in. It may, it can it makes the pay for you important because it's for a match at the, one of the biggest shows of the year. Another good point, Gar. I can't remember the timeline, but that was Dean Ambrose's third pay per view win in like two years. Yeah. And two of them came on the same night. Good for him. Yeah. So now he's the world champ, and I, I think that sums it up really. Yeah, Ambrose just nah. This uh, I think, WWE shot themselves in the foot by ramming it down our throats that this was going to be the biggest Money in the Bank ever because the expectations sh- soared and it just under-delivered. Yeah, I think every match on the show, the Money Bank, Money in the Bank wasn't as good as I'd hoped it would be. Rollins mm. and Reigns wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. Cena and Styles wasn't as good as I would hoped it would have been. Maybe it could be a, a sign of, of good things to come because if it, it all felt like, the, like they held back because they wanted to kind of get longevity out of it. 
Uh, well, maybe not the money in the bank. That just kind of just kind of didn't deliver in general for some reason because that should have been kind of a even the way they presented it before the match. They had this really great package and they did all this thing like you know these guys are going to do whatever it takes to win and that didn't come across in the match at all. I don't think. No, and then they built their structure and the match stopped. Yeah, that's money in the bank. Overall, I would give it about five, two and a half stars. I'd say. Yeah, that's the first injury. Yeah. You're in a bad mood. I would have given it a six out of ten, which would have been a three star. We should have agreed on our star rating before Hangar. Yeah. You can listen to new episodes of Podcast Day every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash You can hear the weekend show. He's on it. I you pushed him. You that, love me. That sound was me pushing him. You can hear that. We're back from our summer hiatus on this weekend, probably Saturday. Yeah. You can hear us on Saturday at soundcloud.com forward slash Stop doing your outro voice. This is my outro. You shut get up, out of here. Up. Good morning. Good evening. See, I didn't let you do it's that. It's iconic, Gareth. Did it's I? iconic. I didn't let you do it's your intro. iconic. You're iconic. Iconically stupid. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes. And if you look very hard, you can find episodes of podcasts today on YouTube. Yeah. You shouldn't look very hard, though, because they're great. You know, the best podcast known to man. And Ken sucks. He forced his way on my podcast by threatening to cancel me because he's a jerk and a tyrant. Gareth, Gareth, you're supposed to ask me, do I have any plugs? You ask all your guests, do you have, do you have plugs? You don't get plugs. Get what? That's not fair. You don't deserve plugs. We're on Redbubble. We have merchandise. Buy it. I need money. Don't don't buy it if you don't really want to, though. Don't feel pressured. I like it. <laughs> I did, Gar, did I, I did a pretty good job in that. You put a lot of time into that merchandise. Yeah. Gar bought one. I did buy a podcast today t-shirt. See? You're a mark for my, my, my merchandise. I'm a mark for myself. That's what I'm a mark for. Oh, I was in the middle Thank of the... Thank you for listening, and bye-bye. You... Ah, see, I did your thing. I'm going to edit that out. And, uh... <laughs> you forget who edits this, Ken. Don't edit that, Gareth. Censorship is what what brought this country into the dark ages. Sure. Down with that sort of thing. Careful now. You can find me on Twitter at Gareth Kidney, G-A-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. You can find him at Ken Kidney. Yeah. Thanks, Gareth. You should know how to spell Ken. Thanks for throwing me a bone. I threw you a bone. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got the last word. You see, if you listen to the Tanner episode, I I said I was going to edit that out, and I left that in. I'm going to edit that out. Sure. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.